Hello, and welcome back to Mary Sensation. We are a marriage ministry out of our church, New Life at Calvary, on East 79th and Euclid Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Katie Glenn. And I'm Walter Glenn. And we're so glad to have you back with us this week. Today, Today we're going to talk about um, when money and love meet. And we're talking about whether or not to have a prenuptial agreement. Mm -hmm. And that's such a a different topic from what we've spoken on. I think it's just going to be really interesting to hear the, you know, back and forth about whether it's good or whether it's bad. But before we begin, let us just pray. Let's join our hearts together. Oh, gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of another day in your son, Jesus. We ask for your blessing upon all who are watching Married Sensation today, Lord, and that we can all glean something from the information. We love you and we trust you, Lord. And it's in Jesus' name we ask these prayers. Amen. Amen. Well, every now and then, either on the local news or on the internet, we hear of a story where a person, and I heard recently heard uh, in the Cleveland area, where a person uh, met a young woman. Uh, well, she wasn't exactly a young woman. It, she was in her 40s. And, um, and he met her on the internet. And after about a couple months of talking back and forth, she asked him for some money. And he ended up sending her some money. And then uh, they continued their internet type of a romance. And then she asked for some more money. Uh, and then when he figured out how much he had actually sent, it was $100,000. And needless to say, he has not heard from her since. And so... This area of being wise with money, wise in love, uh, it, it certainly does uh, make us think. It makes us have to ponder and take pause into what is wise, what's prudent, and what's just pure love. Okay, and so the scriptures kind of lean in both ways in that. They said, the scripture says, let love be pure. Love should be sincere. Hate what is evil. Uh, you know, love, these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. So the scripture is clear about what love means in a marriage. It, it's important. Uh, the scripture also tells us that we should be gentle as a dove, but wise as a serpent. Uh, we shouldn't be foolish. And it says the people of light, the people in, in God, the people in, in Christ, it even gives a parable about a a, a manager who went and settled some accounts and he settled them at half the cost and the, the scripture could kind of said okay that was a wise thing to do given his circumstances and so you know when we look at situations like that the scripture tells us to be wise and so where does you know we have to sort of flush out this thing about love and money now as in this day we had a situation back in the day Back in the day, like in biblical times, and it comes directly out of Genesis chapter 27, verses 1 through 27, and it's a couple called Isaac and Rebekah. Now, Isaac was the son of Abraham. So if you remember that, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, okay? 
So Isaac was that middle guy. He was the person that was the son of Abraham, but the father of Jacob. And so uh, Katie's going to kind of retell that story, uh, and we're going to kind of glean some insight of some uh, scheming that went on there, too, as well. Right. He's actually scheming for a blessing, mm -hmm. is basically what happened. Now, Rebecca had twins, Isaac no, Jacob and Esau. Esau. Mm -hmm. And Rebecca loved Jacob and Isaac loved He's Esau. Uh, Esau. <laughs> Get those names together. Now, one day, Isaac was, he's just very old and he could see his time was running out. And his eyesight was. And his eyesight was bad. Basically gone. Yeah. And so he called his son Esau to him, to him and asked him to go out and uh, hunt for him to make him a, t a tasty dinner, all the food that he would, he would enjoy, bring it back and cook it, and then he would give him his blessing. Mm -hmm. And so Esau was a hunter, so he you know, went out and, and was working on that. In the meantime, Rebecca overheard uh, Isaac talking, and she went and got her son and said, listen, we're going to... We're going to, to bake the food and make the food for your father and then he will give you the blessing but Jacob was like well he'll know who I am because Esau is hairy and I, my skin is smooth and she said no we'll get you know find some of his clothes and get some you know fur or whatever and put it on your arms just in case he touches you or you know wants to kiss you or whatever and in fact that's what happened he called uh, Esau in and he said you know father I have your food and you know, I'm ready for my blessing. He said, are you really Esau? He said, you know, you sound like Jacob, but, you know, you smell like Esau. I see, I feel the, you know, your arms. And he asked him to kiss him. And so he was like, you know, are you really Esau? He's like, yes, yes, I am, Father. So give me the blessing. So Isaac just blessed him like crazy. Just, you know, everything was going to fall into place for him. His family, his descendants, his, you know, his property, the lands that he would have. And then, uh, so it ended there. He thought he had given uh, Esau the blessing. Then Esau comes in from his hunting. He fixes the food. He gives it to his father. And he's like, you know, who are you? Because I just gave, I just gave my blessing to Esau. And so then Esau realized that Jacob had come in mm -hmm. and stood in his stead. And, and he got all the blessing. And his father, you know, he really had nothing else for Esau. Other than you know, really negative things that were going to happen to him. Well, he said that you're you will serve under your brother, right? Right. Uh, and so, uh, and Esau kept begging him, Father, isn't there enough blessing for me? Right. And it was just a very sad, sad situation. Yeah. So we can see that scheming has been going on for a long time. <laughs> yes, it has. Back in the biblical days, and up until last week when we saw that story on the, the news. Scheming is a, it's, it's a natural part of life. So I want to ask, start out with you, honey, my dear, and ask you a couple questions. Well, let me explain what a prenuptial agreement okay, is. Okay, go right ahead. Okay, it is a contract between a couple where they decide how they're going to fairly divide their assets if for some reason they get a divorce. Okay. And so a lot of, you know, couples think that, you know, it's not in encouraging a long marriage. It's kind of encouraging. We're just sitting and waiting until we have a divorce. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. The first question I have is, do you think that it really erodes trust in a marriage when you go into a marriage with a prenup prenuptial, prenuptial agreement? Yeah, I, you know, 
when I was doing the research on this, it, it's like you, you need to, if you're going to think about this at all, you really need to talk about it even before you get married. Mm -hmm. Before you get married and, and see where everybody is. Because, you know, one person may say, oh, you know, this is what I want. And the other person is like, well, why would you want something like that? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you need to talk about it early on in your relationship and then find out why does that person want uh, a prenup? Why would they want okay. one? I mean, if in this day and age... If love you know, is enough. If, if love is enough, right, why would you need a, a, a prenup? But with people and just making big money... That's in the back of their mind, you know, what happens if we, you know, what if, I hate those what ifs, but it's always what if we get a divorce, what if this happens, you know, I want to have a safety net, So, and that's, that's what that prenuptial is for. That's my next question. Do you think having a prenuptial agreement under erodes the confidence in a marriage? Do you think I think it, it does. I think it erodes the, the trust, unless you both agree to it. But what I find out is that sometimes even when you agree to something later down the road, you regret it. Mm -hmm. And then, but there it is, it's already established, you know. So I think it does erode the trust that you have in this other person, um, especially if you can't agree on what you want to do. So later in this broadcast, we're going to invite our listeners to put in comments. We're going to. Right, send us some comments. We want you to send us some comments. Which side of the fence do you lie on? Um, mm -hmm. uh, obviously, with, with that, we want comments from you as to should you have a prenup, prenuptial agreement? Should you not? Is love enough? Is, is does it does does hey safeguarding and wisdom um, sort of uh, need to take place? Now, I'm going to give you two scenarios, uh, and these two scenarios, one is very commonplace in the sense that it's everyday couples. The other is one that. Um, I know a little bit about because I know two people that are involved in this very situation. Um, this guy is a football player. He's, he was in, playing college football. He met his uh, fiance. It was, it was his girlfriend at the time. His last two years of college. Uh, it was widely accepted that he would go into the NFL draft. Uh, they didn't know what you know whether he'd be first, second, third round. But it was widely accepted that he would go into the draft. So she knew that, and he knew that. Well, he did go into the draft. He got drafted by a pro team. He signed his first contract, a four-year deal, for $4.5 million. And uh, roughly that amounts to about $1.2 million a year. Now, the young lady, she's no, she's, she, she went to college as well. She has a degree. And she makes about $100,000 a year in her job, but he makes $1.2 So the question is, they're young. If that young man was your son and he was a football player and his ceiling is probably going to go up because his subsequent contracts will get bigger and bigger and bigger, barring some type of injury, uh, would you advise him to sign a prenuptial agreement? Right. Scenario number two. Take someone our age, in their 60s. They've been married for 40 years. They've accumulated about $1.5 million in assets through their home, their 401ks, their money in their accounts. They've accumulated a, a small mm -hmm. fortune of money. One of them dies, either the husband or the wife. 
A year and a half later, they meet someone and they start dating for a year and a half. Should that person need a prenuptial agreement? Now, those are just common people. That's not mm -hmm. an exorbitant amount of money. But should that person need some type of prenuptial agreement? Uh, your well, thoughts? One, one other option they have is with uh, the accumulated wealth that she accumulated from her first husband, you might want to consider putting that into a trust, especially if you have children, so that the money would be there for the children. And then you and your new spouse, you kind of start from scratch. Okay. You know, you kind of start from scratch. Well, not, probably not completely from scratch. Yeah, you, they were all, you, know, you might want to hold out $100,000 exactly, or something to get yourself started, but uh, the but, bulk um, of the money. Yeah, the bulk of the money, but with the trust, then you don't have that kind of disharmony with the prenuptial agreement. You don't have the prenup prenuptial complications, and you right. also don't have the money that's there that would possibly taint someone's motivation right. exactly. for marrying you. Or, exactly. So, mm. you know, that's a, that's where, where do you situation. fall? Where do you fall in this situation? Because I know when we got married, we were, I was practically a millionaire and <laughs> you didn't have much money. So where did you, why did, you know, what happened uh, there? I, you know, I probably didn't even know anything about a prenuptial agreement. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have wanted something like that. I don't think so. That's not, that's not how I, I, I'm thinking about marriage. You know, I'm really not even thinking about the money for marriage. I'm thinking about the, the relationship. So, I'm pretty not sure I don't think I would have wanted something like and that. And praise God she wasn't thinking that way because I had nowhere near a million dollars. I don't think I had more than $35 when we got married. So, obviously, we didn't get married for money. So, <laughs> in our case, it was pretty easy. Yeah. We both were broke. Uh, but when you have money, when money and love intersect, right. how do we navigate that? Well, you know, if you decide to go with a prenup, then you need to draft it together. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you decide you've talked it over, you want to find out why you're, the other person wants a prenup. Yeah, why would you want it? You want to, uh, you know, find out what, what has happened, what experiences have they been through that they would want something like that. But the best thing is to... Uh, you know, work on it together, decide what you want to do with that, and definitely get uh, some legal advice mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, the assets. But, um, you know, there are things you can do. You need to, you know, talk early on about it, even before you get married, that this is what I'm considering, you know, and, and it's just it's just going to include a lot of communication, a you lot know, of a prayer. lot of thought, a lot of prayer, <laughs> lot of prayer. to decide on, you know, what this why this person wants it you know is it going to be good for us and am i going to feel like the weightiness of that through your entire marriage marriage it's yep. like you said does it undermine the marriage if you've got that you know kind of in the back if i've got the golden background. parachute ready to jump out you know at any moment uh, when things get rough or right. does that does that undermine it or is love enough in marriage i mean is love no matter how much money you have uh you know, uh, but then is there some wisdom in knowing that, okay, I need to maybe go to that third option you spoke about right. and have a trust, trust fund because I do have children and possibly grandchildren and others, right. and maybe a church, right. maybe some other organizations that uh, mm -hmm. are that I hold in uh, great value and I would like to see 
them uh, get that portion of the money. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so it's a very interesting dilemma. It is an interesting <laughs> dilemma. We want to know where you think about right, it. So right. there's in our comment box, you let us know. Are you in in league with? Hey, love is enough, and you know we don't need an agreement. Or are you in more in league with? You know, hey, girl, you better have an agreement because you married this broke brother and, he, and you got $1.5 million. You you know, where, where are you at with that? I mean, we'd like to know. Uh, we think it is an interesting marriage topic. Yes. Uh, for us, uh, I can tell, tell you that uh, we don't want to uh, contaminate anybody's opinion, but we fall to the side of love, I guess, because uh, uh, I guess because we never had a whole lot of money. So right. it's easy to say when, right. you know, when you're not LeBron James and you're worth... Uh, X amount of dollars before you get married. So, right. and you're 19 years old or 21 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's easier to say when you're in that situation. So yeah, we'd really be interested in your comments. We'd be interested in your comments. So any final comments from you, my dear, before we wrap up? No, just you know, if you decide on something like that, it might even just be something to discuss. Uh, you know, just be open-minded and you know, think about what it is you both want your marriage to be. Yeah, do you want it to be, how do you want it to be based? Right. And what foundation is it going to be based on? Right. And the solid rock of Jesus Christ is the foundation exactly. that we encourage you to base your marriage on. Uh, and yet use wisdom. So yes. what do you want to say to us? Until next time? Until next okay. time. Okay. We want your marriage to be sensational. sensational.